Hello, and welcome to Thrive, a podcast that gives you strategies and inspiration to help you live your best life. Learn from us, two cancer survivors, as we show you how we don't just survive, but thrive. Hi, I'm Garth Callahan, the original Napkin Notes dad. I'm a five-time cancer survivor. More importantly, I've been writing notes to my daughter, Emma, and sticking them into her lunch ever since kindergarten. I am author of the book, Napkin Notes, and founder of napkinnotesdad.com. And I'm Dara Kurtz, author of Crush Cancer and creator of crazyperfectlife.com. Welcome to our podcast. We have a fantastic show today. Uh, we're going to be talking about something that's near and dear to Dara, and she is bringing me along, uh, sometimes pushing, sometimes pulling, uh, and we are going to talk about probably my one of my least favorite subjects. But something that's actually should be one of your most important subjects, and that is nutrition, eating healthy, making good choices on a daily basis. And Garth, you know, I was thinking about this podcast right before we got on, and I really want to talk about this in terms of the perspective of someone who is after treatment or even if they're in a ongoing cancer type of treatment, how they should carry their nutrition going forward. So I don't want to talk about this if someone is actively going through like chemo or um, currently in the middle of taking the type of chemo where you go to the infusion room and get the treatment and it's maybe going to be for like four months or six months because that's kind of different. And we've talked about that before. Right. And, and I agree. I, I, the one thing I, would, I do want to say is neither Dara or I are licensed nutritionists or dietitians or, or whatever, but we both have pretty strong perspectives and opinions on how you can best provide nutrients to your body. And for me, my perspective is a little different in that I, I'm in long-term treatment. And on top of that, I was losing a lot of weight and the, the graph of my weight loss was pretty severe. And my, my doctor's office turned me into their local nutritionist basically and said, look, you know, you need to fix this. And she, she said something to me that was pretty poignant, which was, Hey Garth, you know, you would never not take your medicine. Food is medicine. Why are you not taking your food? That is a hundred percent exactly how I view food. Food is medicine. And every single day we have a choice regarding what we put into our bodies. And so today I'm really excited to sort of talk about healthy eating. So I guess my first question would be to our listeners, do you consider yourself to be a healthy eater? And so I want you, if you're driving in your car or maybe listening to this in your kitchen or whatever you're doing, maybe you're exercising, you know, really honestly ask yourself, am I a healthy eater? And in, in a non-judgmental manner, in a non-judgmental manner, because we're not here to point fingers. We're here to give suggestions and maybe you'll walk away from this podcast with a tip or two that you can start incorporating in your life. Well, and I think the the biggest thing that you can take away from what we're about to talk about is that you don't have to make a wholesale change to to have an improvement in your life. You can make a small incremental change. Maybe you add a snack in the day that is all vegetables, right? Maybe you add in um, a nut snack in the day. 
You don't have you right. You don't have to completely change everything all at once. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. I agree. So the first thing that I would say is I eat six times a day. I eat six times a day, breakfast, a snack, lunch, a snack, dinner, a snack. How many times a day do you think you eat Garth now? So I truly eat six times a day now. That's however, great. And yeah. However, I would look and I'm, I'm absolutely being honest and forthright. You know, one of those snacks might be Cheetos. Are you serious? I am serious. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you serious? You really eat? Well, I, eat, I, you I literally are eating Cheetos. Well, I do eat the organic, no artificial colors, no artificial flavors. Have you learned nothing from me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So what does that look like? You're just kind of like, I'm hungry. I think I'll go have Cheetos. Yes, but, but it's, but okay. So first of all, let, let's, let's put this in perspective, right? Okay. It yeah. is, it is a hundred percent organic. There's no artificial flavors. There's no artificial colors. It's real cheese. It is a little ramekin serving. There's, of, there's no nutritional value. I, so I, I understand that. While I understand that you're right, you are making a healthier choice. If we're saying food is medicine, I know some of our listeners right now are kind of rolling their eyes and they're like, give the guy a break. Let him <laughs> eat some Cheetos if he wants to eat some Cheetos. And I actually do totally agree with that. So like the first thing I'll say is like, I don't deprive myself of anything. If there's anything that I really want to eat, I'm going to eat it. And so if that's Cheetos for you, Garth, then yes. Right. And but now, now the other five meals that I have are... For the most part, and I know that I probably eat more animal protein than what you would consider to be healthy, but everything else I have, um, you know, if, if you took a look at my dinner plate for the for the past week, it's three quarters raw vegetables. Okay, that's amazing. Right, so brightly colored raw vegetables, um, you know, so, food that I've cut up myself. And is that food. something new? Like, is this something new? Because you said if you take a look at my dinner plate over the last week. So does that mean that you have been making changes recently? Yes, absolutely. And part of it is due to the pressure that I feel from you. <laughs> but also it's food that I have available, right? So that's that's one of the big changes that we've made within our house is that I've made sure that we have raw vegetables available that I know that I'll eat, right? So I made a list of vegetables that I know that I'll eat and that I like. And if they're in the refrigerator, especially if they're pre-cut, then it's easy for me to go and grab those pre-cut raw vegetables. So you're kind of hitting something that I think is important, which is it does take planning to eat healthy. It does. I mean, it's obviously a lot easier to go down the grocery aisle and toss pre-packaged food into your cart or go to the freezer section and put in meals that are already prepared. And all you have to do is stick them in your microwave. But it, it so it does take planning to eat healthy. But once you make the commitment, just like Garth is saying, it doesn't have to be like a whole big ordeal. And also, I feel like if you do start to think this way and maybe make a list of vegetables that you like, like I'm hearing you say, Garth, then even if you say, okay, on Sunday, I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'm going to come home and I might take an hour 
to chop <laughs> or prepare so that I'll have healthy snacks available. Because in our society, we are so used to just, we want immediate gratification. If we want a snack, we want it to be ready. And so you kind of have to, you kind of have to help yourself. You're right. And I'll, I'll tell you, um, I heard a, a news story on NPR probably within the past six months. And there was a study done on school, school kids and apples. And they were able to increase fresh apple consumption by simply cutting up the apples, right? So giving the kids that opportunity to eat something that was easy as opposed to, you know, think about how big kids are when they're in kindergarten, first, second grade. It's It might be hard for them to get mouths on an apple. And a lot of times they're missing their front teeth. Yeah, or they have braces. Right, exactly. And they can't eat apples. And so for me, walking to the refrigerator and, and, and we've had a busy week in terms of what's going on in our family. It's graduation week. There's all sorts of things going on. And so dinner has kind of been haphazard, but because we have all of these things that are pre-cut in the refrigerator, easy for me to see, I can, I just load up my plate with them. So did you pre-cut them or did the grocery store pre-cut them? I'm just curious. We did. Yeah. And I actually like that better because I don't know, I feel like I'm kind of taking care of my health or I'm kind of, I don't know. I just like that better than just buying randomly pre-cut vegetables, but right. whatever works for you there, they are definitely available. And that's the, the number one thing is just to be organized. And if you make the commitment to eat healthy, you have to help yourself do that. And so I love that. How many servings of fruits and vegetables do you think you have a day? Um, I don't know. And I, and I know, like, for those of you who are just listening, Dara and I can see each other. We, I know we say this a lot. And I'm just waiting for her to, like, point her finger at me. I would she, never do that. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> because she knows that that it's something I've been working on. She even wrote a blog post. No, I'm not. On, I, I, on, I her, on, her, on her blog, crazyperfectlife.com. She wrote a post just for me to talk about how to increase your vegetable intake and talked about servings of fruits and vegetables. So I'll, I'll give you my lowdown of the day, right? So okay. I, I wake up. Um, so for one of my two breakfasts, I always have Greek yogurt. Um, and okay. So is that organic Greek yogurt or just a Greek yogurt? It is organic, no artificial colors, no artificial flavors, um, as yucky as you can get. So for those of us who are for for our listeners, I would say that if you're going to eat dairy and I definitely do eat dairy, I love Garth that you're eating organic Greek yogurt. So I think that eating organic Greek yogurt or any type of dairy product in an organic manner is very important. So please consider that. Now I'm so geeky that I would actually like to make my own yogurt I know. But, I've actually thought about that. But I also don't want that mess and that, you know, that constant supervision that you have to kind of provide. So it you know, is, you can buy these yogurt kits though. I know. I know. We should I, look into that. Okay. I, I'm kind of curious. I mean, I'd be willing to kind of look, I'm going to look into it. Stay tuned on the yogurt. <laughs> We're getting off on a tangent. That's shocker, right. Shocker. Just yeah. eat organic yogurt. <laughs> so, so, and sometimes I put, I cut up from some fruit to put in there. But usually I don't uh, because I don't really care for yogurt. I'm eating it for for the probiotics. Um, my other morning breakfast will probably be something that is um, like a half of a bagel or a half of a piece of toast if if we have bread available. And if not, then it would be something like um, nuts. Um, so and not like planters peanuts actually, you know, Virginia roasted peanuts or almonds that are kind of 
you know, they don't have a lot of extra ingredients. It's just the nuts and maybe a dash of salt. But gen again, generally something small that can fit into a ramekin. Um, I have, we have a dozen of those and that's how I kind of pick out. I know that I can eat that much food. So it makes sense for me to make sure that I can toss that much food in. I can carry it to my home office and slowly sna snack on it. My lunch is usually something Asian. So whether it's sushi or some type of uh, maybe chicken and broccoli or something like that, but it's, it's usually something that I would um, pick up at a grocery store or a restaurant and, um, and I can't even eat a lunch, a whole lunch serving. Um, I didn't know that about you. Did I like Asian food? I mean, I didn't know that you usually ate Asian food for lunch. Yeah. Um, I well, knew you liked it cause I've had it with you before, but I didn't know that that was like a thing. It, for me, because of, of how my taste buds have been changed through the, the daily chemo, Asian food seems to really work and not spicy, right? So it has to be tempered down. And that's one of the reasons why I like sushi. Um, and also sushi is, you know, it's fish, it's plain rice and plain rice always works well for me. You know, the seaweed has some okay properties in it. So it's, it's a good way for me to get some cleaner protein into my body. My afternoon snack is usually the Cheetos or something like that. That's like my one allowance where I just say, you know what, I'm going to eat what I want. And and it can also be a piece of fruit. Um, and it's okay. It's okay. Right. Uh, and then Lisa is the cook in, in the family. So she's generally in charge of dinner and she knows that I'm a hard, a hard person to choose for in terms of what she makes. And she, you know, usually I, I eat what she makes, but there are times where I actually have to go and make dinner for myself because what she's made doesn't sound good to me. And again, when I have my own choices, it's it's easy for me to load up my plate with lots of, of you know, for, for me, the vegetables that I like most are um, red onions, tomatoes, colored peppers, so red and yellow and orange peppers, celery, sometimes carrots, although carrots are harder for me to eat because they hurt my mouth sometimes. So lots of lots of good things. And and if I eat a salad, it has to be chopped up really fine, right? So I I, I will, um, there's a salad that I get at Costco that I love. It's, Dar's looking at me like, what? You love salad? No, it's just, I feel like we have mentioned Costco on like half of our podcast episodes. <laughs> we will be emailing them later to For see if they would like to be a sponsor of the Thrive Podcast. <laughs> or at the very least, can we please get a free membership? I mean, right? <laughs> so, well- you know, the reason why I like Costco is that it's easy and there are fewer choices. They do have a lot of organic food too, I will yeah. say. So the the salad that I get from there is a kale and broccoli salad. Um, and so it's kale, spinach, broccoli. Um, That's and, great. And it's chopped up really finely. Oh, and Brussels sprouts. I don't even oh. like Brussels sprouts. And But guess what? It turns out that I don't like cooked Brussels sprouts. That's amazing. That's so good that you figured that out. Yeah. So raw Brussels sprouts taste. The only thing that I don't like about the salad is that it's a little dry. So when I get it home, I usually add in some onion and tomato for myself and a little bit of olive oil and maybe some soy sauce, just a little bit of soy sauce to give it a, a little kick. And that's what I go with. Garth, that sounds really good. I'm actually very proud of you. Well, thank you. You're welcome. So I try to eat 10 servings of fruits and vegetables a day. And I know that Garth is shaking his head, <laughs> but it's not as overwhelming as it sounds. I think it's really important to eat 
a plant-based diet. So I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not a vegan. I don't, I actually just choose not to put a label on it because to me, my goal every day is just to eat as many fruits and vegetables as I can and supplement other food groups in throughout the day. So it's really not as hard as it sounds. And one way to do that, to make it a little bit easier, is to have a green juice or to have a smoothie every day. And I do typically have that for my afternoon snack, like around 3 o'clock. And I tend to get a little bit tired around that time, um, especially if I've exercised really hard that day. And so it just works. But when you have a green drink, and I don't make my green drinks. I There's so many different – I don't think it even matters where you live. Nowadays, I think it's pretty easy to find a place that – makes fresh green juice. Um, so I definitely have that or I, I do make my own smoothies and that's pretty easy to make a smoothie. Just toss in some frozen fruit, maybe a banana and then either kale, spinach, and then you can add almond milk, some chia seeds. You can use some protein powder. I don't use protein powder, or you could put in some organic Greek yogurt. It's just kind of whatever you have in, in your refrigerator, but that's a great way to get like three servings of fruits and vegetables in at one time. And I definitely try to focus on the vegetable part of it. Fruits are really, really good for us, but they have sugar. And so there's nothing wrong with sugar. There's nothing wrong with sugar from fruit, but I definitely, to me, want to eat more, as many vegetables as I can. You know, when you, when you started turning me on to green juice, one of the things that I, I noticed about myself, I was also going back to the gym pretty strongly. And you're right, I was getting this like three or four o'clock lull in the afternoon. And I just thought that I was fatigued. I just thought that it was my treatment that was fatiguing me and that I was running out of energy for the day. And it turns out I was running out of energy, but it wasn't because I was fatigued. It was because I literally hadn't fueled my tank. Yeah, you have to feed your body throughout the day. I mean, it, food really is medicine. And so I think it just makes sense. So for me, three o'clock, that tends to be when I get tired. You know, pay attention. Everyone's different. Everyone has different body clocks. And if you get tired around... 11 o'clock, maybe have a green smoothie then or a green drink then. But you know, you have to figure out and pay attention to your body and listen to your body and do everything you can because we want to travel through our day showing up the best we can. And so for me, my energy level is really important. Food is one way that I really try to have the best possible energy that I can. And you can do that too. It's, it's available to anyone. You just have to kind of think about it. One thing that you do, Garth, that I really like is you talked about probiotics a few minutes ago. And probiotics can be in the form of yogurt or kombucha. I forgot that I forgot to mention that. Yeah. And so kombucha, sauerkraut, pickles, fermented food. It's really important because I'm not going to get into the science behind it, but basically it keeps your tummy happy. Garth, you know, is your tummy happy? <laughs> it, it, it really is. And and so Dara and I have known each other for a long time, and she knows that I have not had a happy tummy for most of our friendship. And it got so bad that earlier this year, I actually sat down with my wife and said, you know, I, I'm ready to give up treatment, that my stomach is so upset. I am so, I, I can't continue to live like this. And I, I think the only way out is to stop treatment. And that was a really scary proposition for her. It was scary for me to verbalize. She and I kind of talked this through because I had been eating yogurt every day and trying to figure out how to make my tummy a happy tummy. And it, it just wasn't enough. And so she suggested that I try drinking some kombucha every day. And I was like, Kim, what? 
I mean, I really, I had never heard of this. And again, um, not something that I particularly care for. I have found a couple of flavors that I do like, but they are expensive. And of course, I want to buy my kombucha. Where where do we where do you think I buy it, Dara? You buy it at Costco. That's right. I buy it at Costco <laughs> because it's easy. It comes in a six pack. It's glass bottles, and it is. Um, it's it's a lot less expensive to buy it that way. And but that's you know that's you just. I mean, it's kind of a good point that you're making, which is there are all this stuff has become so common that you can actually find it and it can be a, a more inexpensive version of the same stuff that Ex really exactly. will, will work. And I only, and I drink, I drink a half of a bottle, which I think there are, I think it's two servings in a bottle anyway. So I, I make sure that it's mixed up and I, I drink a half a bottle. So literally the week that I started doing that. So there were three things that I attribute to my happy tummy. One is I still eat yogurt every day. Two is I drink a fiber drink every afternoon. And three, sometime during the course of the day, I drink a serving of kombucha. Since I have started doing that, I I can say 100% that my stomach behaves like a regular person every day. I mean, that is huge, Garth, because traveling through your day and having an upset stomach. I mean, that's so hard. It just kind of gets in the way of everything. And so, I mean, I know for myself, if my tummy hurts, it kind of like takes over. It's kind of like all I'm thinking about. Right. It's distracting. It and, is distracting. And, and it sucks your energy away. Yeah, it does. It does. So I'm so happy that you have a plan that works. But one thing that I think is important to note is that if you are switching to or you're thinking, okay, that's great. I'm going to try some of this, or I'm going to try some fermented foods or kombucha. Start slowly because, you know, when you're putting something in your tummy, that can kind of impact it as well. And so, like, I love the fact that you, you know, you figured out that you have like a half of a drink because you've kind of figured out if you ha I bet you if you had that whole drink, things might not be so happy. And, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like too much of a good thing isn't good either. Right, right. So, I mean, and I think for me, the 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 half of the half a bottle is a good mix, right? So yeah. not only now, so let's 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 be really brutally frank and honest, as we always are. We always are in the Thrive Podcast, right? So, um, you know, one thing that I've noticed with drinking a half a bottle of kombucha is that I toot a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was actually. I was actually, <laughs> I love you. I was actually listening to a podcast recently and the person was talking about this because they were talking about like incorporating more beans in your, in your diet. And like, I actually eat a lot of beans and I've been doing it for a long time. So it actually doesn't have a negative impact on my body. But basically this person was saying, these are natural processes that our bodies go through. And I don't know why. Society has just kind of made us feel like that is a bad thing. But in reality, it isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it's your body kind of like things are moving down it's there. It's the sign of a healthy gut. Yeah, it is. It is. So, you know, I kind of have a funny story. Okay, Zoe would tell me <laughs> if I said this, but she's not going to ever listen to this. Zoe's my 18-year-old daughter. Um, I'm just going to say this funny story because, you know, you brought this up. But we were in line one day at a store and the line was really long really long. I think Zoe might've been in like fifth grade. I don't, I can't even remember how, how old you are when you're in fifth grade, but we were, we were in line 
really long and she totally tooted and she turned to me in front of all these people and she said, mom, I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> but I didn't, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. And I, I was mortified. But the thing is, in, in all reality, I mean, it was kind of a pretty good play on her part, right? Absolutely. I mean, good, good thought right? process on her. I know, right? And I was just like, Zoe. And we were literally like having this kind of argument. Anyway, so it's okay. Here's the bottom line. It's okay if you need to toot. So okay. I, and, moving and, on, moving on. Right. But so from as I was going through this, you know, it, it, introducing this new process into my diet, um, I kind of recognized that as a, hey, this is working sign. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, not, not to mention the fact that um, I've spent, I spent three, four years, like literally being afraid to go to the office because I would get sick at the office. I wish you had known about this before then. Oh, you me too. oh absolutely. Right. So I, w I wish that I had, I wish that I had done a, that like one extra step of research. Um, and to be honest, I, I almost wish that my doctor had kind of said, Hey, you know, have you thought about, but I don't think that. They don't, they don't talk about that. Right. They, doctor's offices are, are working on curing the disease. They're not necessarily working on what really should be um, healthcare. I agree. Totally. So, okay, here's some more things that I want to talk about when we talk about nutrition. So Garth, you know that I think green tea is really, it's an important part of my day. I think green tea has so many health benefits. There's also a type of green tea powder that you can have called matcha, but green tea has so many health benefits, so many health benefits. I will say that if you are on a daily chemo pill, or if you're taking some kind of daily pill um, or just any kind of medication, talk to your pharmacist about incorporating green tea into your daily diet because green tea can actually impact some medications working. Right. And it's kind of like grapefruit, right? You get the, the warning yeah, label on your exactly. medicine, don't eat grapefruit with this. The same thing for green tea. Exactly. And that just shows you how powerful green tea can be. So I was actually shocked when I heard that. So just kind of have that conversation with your pharmacist, you know, have them look it up. They can Google it if they don't know the answer. Um, but it's important. Green tea. I probably have at least three to five um, cups of green tea a day, probably, probably even more some days, even more than five. Um, I just love a hot drink, but you have, you drink green tea in iced tea form. I do. So I'm a big fan of, of iced tea. Um, but you don't I'm, have sugar. I mean, it's not about the sugar. Right. It's, 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 I just like the cold beverage. Right. And so I mix it in with some organic lemonade. Nice. Right? So, um, and sometimes if I'm feeling particularly, the English word escapes me. If I'm feeling particularly industrious, I'll squeeze my own lemons to make the lemonade. Nice. Um, but I like a kind of a half tea, half lemonade flavor. And you're right. I drink, I drink a ton of green tea that way. The one thing I, I do want to caution everybody is that green tea is not decaffeinated. No. It, right. So I don't mean, be like buy, Garth and drink but, five cups of green tea but you starting can at four o'clock in the afternoon. You can't buy organic decaffeinated green tea at yes. Whole Foods. You can't. Yeah. And I actually do that. So like if it's nighttime and I want to have a cup of tea before I go to sleep, if I'm not having like peppermint tea or turmeric tea, those are really good kinds, um, then I might have a cup of decaffeinated green tea. So right. you, you can need buy. need to be careful about that. Pay attention. Yeah. So when we talk about eating meats, 
or chicken or eggs. I think it's really important to have organic or grass fed or even wild fish. Um, so just kind of pay attention to your food sources. Don't just assume that because you're eating a piece of lean chicken, that that's the healthiest form of it. So just kind of pay attention to where that's coming from and the quality. And it is more expensive to eat healthy. Well, it's, it's more expensive in one regard, but it's less expensive in others. Right. To, and to be perfectly honest, if you're buying fresh in-season vegetables, then th there's no cost increase there. In fact, if anything, you, you might see a cost decrease. And let's face it, it's still less expensive than a $5 bag of chips. Okay. I was just going to say that, Garth, eating seasonal is so important. I kind of ignored the whole chip thing. It's eating, <laughs> eating seasonal is so important um, because that's when food is really at its peak. And so when you eat seasonal vegetables, you're actually rotating your foods as well. And rotating your foods is important because different kinds of vegetables have different nutrients. And so you don't want to eat the same exact food every single day because you're just giving your body the same nutrients. So rotate your foods, pay attention to what's in season, you know, visit a farmer's market, talk to the people. Um, I think they're, they're everywhere nowadays. And it's really fun to meet the farmer and talk to them. Different farmers have different standards and some are more health focused and in terms of the way they produce their crop. Um, but you can definitely get seasonal vegetables that are cheaper than so, other things. So Dara, would you, this is, I, I think that you would be surprised to know this, um, not to know that I have a friend who's a farmer, um, but this friend um, he, he actually goes by Farmer Greg. I want to be um, friends with Farmer Greg. He lives here in Richmond. And guess how he sells his vegetables? I mean, I want to say at the farmer's market. No. Online? Yes. You, so yes. I'm sorry. Yes to both of those. He delivers. He delivers them? He does deliver. But yeah, I love that. Here's, here's the surprising place where he sells his vegetables. Costco. At, no. No, not Costco. <laughs> Um, uh, at, at least one day a week and sometimes two, he sells them at hospitals. Oh my gosh. Really? For yes. the employees, like for the employees and patients, I love right? that. So, uh, patients who are leaving, right? So he, he has actually partnered with the hospitals to sell fresh vegetables on site. That's amazing. I love that. The next time I come to Richmond, I want to eat. I want to meet Farmer Greg and eat some of his produce. That's I very. I will make cool. that happen. Yeah, yeah. He, he's an awesome guy, and you're and and you're right. He 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 boxes up. He has this box of vegetables for like twenty dollars, and it's a lot of vegetables, and it's always in season. Yeah, I love that. A lot of people, I know a lot of places that do that. I mean, it, you can Google that um, produce boxes. You can Google it for your area and see what comes up. But I would be shocked if you didn't have access to that because I think a lot of places, a lot of people offer that, that service. Right. And, and, you know, I think, you know, I grew up in farm country. And so I, I think that a lot of people who haven't had that experience, they don't understand that, you know, when you stop in a farmer's market, you are not, not only are you supporting your local economy, but you actually are buying fruits and vegetables, probably the cheapest way that you can, because there's no markup at that point. Right. It's not going to a distributor that's then going to Kroger. Right. So it's it's literally the farmer selling to you. And and you also can ask those questions in terms of how do you grow your stuff? 
Yeah, I think everyone wins for sure. So let's talk a little bit about just, you you touched on some snacks. I want to mention a couple healthy snack options that people can maybe incorporate. Let me get Um, my pen. Get your pen. Well, I've told you all this, but you know, carrots and celery with hummus, that's a good one. Organic Greek yogurt with berries is a good one. Besides a green smoothie or a green drink, um, you know, just putting some almond butter on a piece of whole whole wheat toast. Whole grains are very important. So, um, you know, having oatmeal and quinoa and brown rice and whole grains, real whole grains in terms of the bread that you eat, that's all really important. You know, I am a huge fan of German bread. That does not so, surprise me. <laughs> and because it's so hearty. Yeah. Right? And it, yeah, it, yeah. it's, it, it is not. Um, and, and again, nothing against the wonder company in case you'd ever like to sponsor with us, but it's, <laughs> it's not that plain white bread that has had all of everything kind of leached out of it. It's hearty. It's thick. It's seedy. Right. So there's, there's all, you can tell that there's real stuff in there and that you're just getting a slice of it. I think that's the takeaway that we're trying to say. Just eat real food. Every day, try to eat more real food. Try to increase your vegetable and fruit consumption. And it doesn't have to be hard. It really doesn't. Right. I think the hardest part is making that choice to do it. Because once it's in your pantry, once it's in your refrigerator, that's what you're going to eat. Yeah, absolutely. So it's time for our thriving tip. And for for those people who are new to listening to the Thrive Podcast, a thriving tip is a little nugget of information or wisdom that we hope you carry throughout your day and maybe start to incorporate in your life. And the thriving tip for this podcast today, and we've given you so many little nuggets of information, is just to start. Wherever you are, just start. So if you're eating maybe two to three servings of vegetables every day, just start to eat a little bit more. If you're eating a lot of meat every day, maybe just start to incorporate a little bit more vegetarian meals. If you're not having a green drink every day and that sounds exciting to you, just start, have a green drink, make a smoothie, go find a juice store in your area. Um, So as you travel through your day, think about one thing that you could do to help yourself start eating healthier. You know, it, it's interesting. I, I don't know why I thought of this, but um, a situation just popped into my head or memory popped into my head. Um, my brother-in-law, Rob, Rob, if you're listening, I'm going to tell a little story on you. He, he grew up in northern New York. Um, he spent most of his life there and his diet is very homogeneous. And I would say that that's fairly common for people who have grown up in a in a more rural area and they kind of, you know, they haven't really had a lot of exposure to things. He, and he's he's not a picky eater, but he eats, he likes to eat the same things. He likes to eat what he's used to. And our families went on a cruise together about a year and a half ago for Thanksgiving. And he decided at one of the dinners to order the Indian dinner which was vegetarian and tasted unlike anything that he's ever had in his life. He loved it so much so that he started seeking out places to get Indian food where he lives. And that was a way for him to limit his exposure, right? He tried one dinner and it turns, you know, on a cruise ship, if you don't like the dinner, you can get a different one. But then he said, Hey, you know what? I'm going to try to incorporate this type of food into how I eat a little bit at a time. And, 
you know, here's this guy who, if he had come to my house and I said, Hey, let's go to Indian for, for dinner. He would, he would have said, no, let's go, go get a hot dog. And it, I was so happy to, to have, to see him go through that. And he just, it was amazing. He, he, it was like he, he woke up and had n- new eyes for everything that day. That's such a great story because it's basically saying it's relatively risk-free to try kombucha or try Indian food or go try a green drink. So, you know, think of a couple ways that you can start and encourage yourself to do it. Right. And, and, and like we said earlier in the show, you don't have to make all of the changes overnight. Make changes that and make a change and see if it works for you. And if it doesn't work, who cares? Right. So try something else and just keep incorporating those changes over and over slowly. The ones that work for you. This blog post that I wrote for you, Garth, will be in the show notes. So people can kind of look through this because all of this is written out as uh, as well as a salad dressing recipe that I love on how to make your own salad dressing and then links where you can click and see what a serving of a fruit and vegetable really looks like, as well as the top 10 organic produce foods that you should be eating organic. Yeah, I, I, I love that part of the post, by the way. I, I think that it's it's pretty and it's once you read it, you realize, oh, this is this is an, in fact, an easy change for me to make. Um, hey, you know, um, we actually have to take a little break and talk about our sponsor for the show. Um, so our sponsor today is Backblaze, B-A-C-B-L-A-Z-E, just like it sounds. Backblaze is an online backup service for your computer, Mac or PC, and it is five dollars a month. For $5 a month, you have the safety and security of never having to worry about losing your family pictures. And if you actually pay for it on an annual basis, it goes down. It's only $50 a year. And uh, you can try it for 15 days for free. Go to napkinnotesdad.com slash backup, and you can click on the link there and try it for free. It's a service I use. My computer has crashed. Everybody's hard drive is going to crash at one point or another. I'll, I'll share the geeky side of me. I've actually read papers from online companies like Google and read what their hard drive failure rates are. And it's it's about 30%. That means every year, 30% of their storage dies. But because you as an individual, you don't necessarily see that, you think, oh, it'll never happen to me. And you don't want to be that bad dad or bad mom who has to go to the family and say, I lost our vacation pictures or I lost the kindergarten pictures. Can you, that would be heart wrenching to lose the pictures. That I, that's the most important thing that I have is I ch- cherish all of my pictures. Yeah. And you know, again, you know, you don't really look, you can replace your, your Bon Jovi album from 1987. Um, but you really can't replace those pictures and it's an easy way. I'll be honest. When, when my computer crashed, do you know how stressful it was for me? Zero. It wasn't because you knew you had a backup. Right. And so I, I got another computer. I got my laptop. I said, Hey, Backblaze, I need my data back. And they actually shipped me a hard drive with my data so that I could copy it onto my computer. And then I shipped the hard drive back. That's amazing. It, 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 it is amazing. So go to napkinnotesdad.com slash backup, and you can try that service for free. Garth, do you have a quote for today? I do. I have. So I actually, I searched through my napkin notes to figure out if I had something that I had written to Emma about food. And although I do have a lot of napkin notes that we've saved that have food 
that has been spilled on them, right? <laughs> so salad dressing or, or there's actually quite a few of, of the notes that have come back with coffee stains. Um, I haven't really, I haven't really written a note about food. It, so I sought out a, a quote and this is something that I saw and I, and I felt that it was really appropriate for today. Um, and the quote is medicine is not healthcare. Food is healthcare. Medicine is sick care. That's a perfect quote. It is. And, and so, you know, I, I want to share this, um, why this quote is so important to me and to thank Dara as well, because Dara really has been my shepherd in this journey in terms of getting me to eat better and to drink better and to, to be more mindful, you know, Oh, a, a quick side story. So here I am, Irishman Callahan. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> um, so I used to give up chips and soda for Lent. Right. So Catholics, as part of our, our penance for Easter, you know, getting ready for Easter, we would give up something for, for those 40 days. And you know what would happen when I gave up chips and soda? You would feel better. And I lost like 20 pounds over Lent. And you know what would happen over the course of the next 11 months until the next Lent? You would gain the weight back. I would gain that weight right back. <laughs> and And so I continued to expand on that. Then it wasn't just chips. I would give up all salty snacks. And so, and then I wouldn't give up so, just soda. I would give up anything that wasn't water, right? And so, so even back then, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I knew that that was probably a healthier choice for me. But the moment Easter came around, I was eating those chips again. And so Dara has cajoled and pushed and pulled me. And, and she's going to, I guarantee, she's going to have to continue to do it. Because it's a hard, I like- it's a- it's a hard job. Someone's got to do it. That's right. It's a hard job. <laughs> and and you can do it a lot easier than Lisa can, right? Because Lisa's my spouse and we have that whole spousal thing going on. And it's easier for me to take that recommendation and those those cajoling jibes from somebody else. But I have I, – I, I stopped in at my local coffee sh- shop to this morning and the people there, they know – my health situation. And for the past few times I've stopped in, they have all greeted me with a similar saying, you look really good. And I will tell you that when I look at myself in the mirror, I do not see anything different than I did a month ago or two months ago or three months ago. However, when I feel my stomach and I know that these changes that I've made have really impacted how I feel, I can understand where they are looking at me and they're seeing that outward change of what's going on inside of me. And so I know that these changes that I've been making slowly, one at a time, are making a huge difference in how I behave, how I feel, and according to these people at the coffee shop, how I look. And I think that's really important to to keep in mind that the food, food is healthcare. And what you put into your body matters. A hundred percent. Very well said. Uh, so I am Garth Callahan, the Napkin Notes Dad. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us today. We really appreciate uh, your time and consideration. If you'd like to learn more about me, you can go to napkinnotesdad.com and read about me, my story. You can find links to my other social media. And we'll have all of these things put into our show notes for the podcast as well. Thanks for listening. And I'm Dara Kurtz, author of Crush Cancer and creator of crazyperfectlife.com. Check me out and it'll all be in the show notes. And we are so appreciative of you being here today. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Thrive is created by Dara Kurtz of Crazy Perfect Life and Garth Callahan, the Napkin Notes Dad, with the hope that we help you develop motivation and inspiration to make your life remarkable. 
It would mean so much to us if you shared this with your friends and family and left us a review on iTunes. Remember, you deserve to thrive. Thrive Podcast is copyrighted by Dara and Garth.